Yep, the frozen tundra continues to exist across the Midwest and some parts of the country. You are listening to the Alex B podcast. It's been fucking cold. Don't you hate when people say, how you been, man? Oh, it's cold. Yes, we know it's cold. You'll see people like, oh, man, I'm fucking freezing. <laughs> Just, I dig that. Another thing, I think all of us have done this at one point or another. Like when the power goes out, they're like, oh, man, how long before the power's out? How long before the power's back on? Okay, if you know anything about being a linesman or lineman or know anybody that is, these guys are in these bucket trucks freezing their fucking balls off. It's pitch dark outside. They're, they're working as fast as they can. I don't think anybody like, goes up in one of these trucks and sets up an egg timer and says, oh, better get the subdivision back on. You know, they're working as hard as they can. So definitely hats off to the linemen, the people that have to go out there and work in these temperatures and law enforcement folks and everything else, man, because the weather, the cold snap is no joke. Electricity being on is a priority. Obviously, your fucking cable is not. Hey, man, how long is Spectrum going to be out? You think these motherfuckers know? They don't. There's, they're not playing beat the clock, man. Electricity is the first and foremost thing to keep people heat and, and, and to give warmth and everything. Everything else after that, whatever. So hopefully you have not uh, suffered anything too crazy from this cold. Uh, look at this Tuesday morning. Uh, the roads, uh, I'm seeing different reports. And I don't want to give like updates on road conditions and shit because I don't know when people are going to be listening to this episode. So I don't want to give out false information. I know at the time of recording, which is Tuesday morning on the 16th, uh, it's cold as all fuck and the snow's out there and that much is it. And I know it's a crazy weekend for football. And, you know, when I saw video clips of people in Buffalo having to shovel to find their seats, that's crazy. But if you look at the field, that field is clean as fuck. The seats, not so much. So it was a crazy weekend for football. And anybody that's paid any attention, again, I'm not a sportscaster. I'm not even trying to be. But the Dallas Cowboys have been being clowned on the internet like all weekend. We them boys. No, you're not. And I guess Jerry Jones is pissed off. And I know a lot of people were clowning because I think when you, when you come up with that sort of like, oh, man, this is our year, this is our year. You know, you're like the boy that cried wolf at that point. And yeah. So I know it was a clown fest. I know I put up a couple memes up uh, as well. And it's just, man, you know, it's 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 going to be a crazy time for football. The, the divisional playoffs are going to be next weekend. Of course, by transplant and by association, have to be a Chiefs fan, so go Chiefs. You know, I was talking about, uh, to some friends about, you know, Taylor Swift being at these games and, you know, all the attention, you know, now I guess her and uh, Mahomes' old lady had like these custom coats on. Now everybody's trying to find out where they got the coats from. So now whoever made these, if they get permission from the, from the league and from the players, are going to make a fucking fortune because they're like these huge like trench coats, I guess, with the big logos on them and the names and the jersey number. So whoever came up with this, as long as they can get it licensed through the NFL and, and through the Chiefs and everybody, it's fuck, they're fucking rich. It reminds me of like the old school, not too long, starter coats. Remember, everybody had a starter coat back in the day. I know I had a bull starter coat, and I got a funny story to tell you about a starter coat. <laughs> True story. Oh, my gosh. So this was years ago before I get in this, and I, I know why I thought of the starter coat. So me and one of my, my best friend, Ed Smead, yeah, I'm going to call him by last name, lives out in Vegas. And if you know him, ask him about this. He'll tell you. I don't know why we did this because it's something like kids would do. But we were at this bar. He wanted to rock my bull starter coat 
because it was pretty colorful back in the day. And I was rocking his leather coat. Okay, fine. Well, he was fucking hammered. We were all hammered. That's what we did. So we were out with a couple friends, and I didn't drive home, but you know, I went home and I had his coat on. And I was like, oh, fuck, you know, I, I, I got his coat. So I don't know, about an hour after I get home, I get this was an apartment. I was living in Maryville, Indiana at the time. And I get this ring on the buzzer, man. I'm like, look, it's like fucking 3.30 or whatever in the morning. I go, what's up, man? Hey, man, I need my coat. Well, his coat, because he's got it has car keys in them, right? So my balcony didn't sit that far off the ground. So I went on the balcony. I said, dude, you can't drive home, man. You can't, man, you can't drive home in this. Nah, man, I, need, I just need my keys, man. I'll, I'll, I'll worry about the coat later. I said, dude, you are not driving. So we kind of like went back and forth. And t- I fucking threw the keys off the balcony. There you go, motherfucker. And you know when you throw something in like deep snow, you got to find it. So I'm like, there you go. So obviously he made it home safe. I don't know who drove. <laughs> oh, my. I don't even know why we even switched coats. I don't even know why. We just did. And, I, you know, again, kids do that. Hey, man, can, can, can I rock your coat? Or back when I was growing up, hey, yeah, can I rock your IOU sweatshirt? It, stupid. I know. But that's why I thought of starter coats when I thought of uh, Taylor Swift. So I digress. Now, anybody that watched the Detroit Lions game saw Eminem there. And I think what's cool about the, uh, Eminem being at the Detroit game, you know, you didn't have the fucking networks kissing his ass the way they do Taylor. They weren't showing him every five minutes and all this other shit, man. He didn't get all dressed up, wasn't making a big thing. He just had on his hoodie, his hat that you pretty much see him in all the time. He had a couple of his boys from D12 there, and I believe also Big Sean was there. He's also from Detroit. And he's just like kind of really low-key, man. He just, you know, they they showed him there, you know, he isn't sitting with a bossy, like he's sitting there. He stood up a couple times to kind of get the people fired up. And that's what I like about him because he's not fucking anybody on the team. He's an actual genuine supporter of Detroit teams. And I just think it's kind of cool for the network to show other people besides Taylor Swift that, you know, Eminem, again, he's been, you know, he's been in the team locker rooms, you know, talking to the team. He's even, there's some video of actually of him uh, during training camp was talking to the team. Hey, it's going to be their year. So hats off to Eminem supporting and not like showboating about it. You know, there's not cameras following him when he's walking in the tunnel and all this other bullshit, man. He's just showing up, man, low-key as a fan, doing his thing, and then boom. And another great thing, if you live in this area, the Rams are not in. So that's kind of good. And Trump won the Iowa caucuses. I'm not sure what the fuck that means exactly. I don't follow politics too well. But anybody that's not a Trump fan, y'all got to have a backup plan. Something. Again, I'm not Republican. I'm not Democrat. But... Have a plan because what's now isn't working. I'm not saying Trump's going to work either, but what's the plan? Okay, if you don't want Trump in there, who you guys going to? Who's going to get the Democratic nomination? Who's it going to be? Because that's really, I think, the biggest cause concern. That, of course, the wars that are still going on Ukraine and Russia. You don't know who's going to flip on us over there. Then, of course, you know Israel and all that stuff going on. So you got all this other stuff across the globe, and then we're trying to get our shit in order here. So it's a little bit chaotic in the nation. But again, that's not why. I do this podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I try to, again, be neutral. Try to be Switzerland. Speaking of Eminem, how about we rock, like, pretty much the song that put him on the map? And actually, the song, if you watch in the interviews with Dr. Dre, it's like the first song when he met Dr. Dre. Dre had some beats going on in the studio. He met he meets Eminem. Eminem comes to the studio, and Dre starts rolling a beat, and then Eminem starts with the classic, Hi, my name is, and the rest is history. 
All right. So I'm going to rock that. We'll cruise the news, and I'll be right back. And you're listening to the Alex B. Podcast. My name is. 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 Excuse me. My name is. Can I have the attention of the class for one second? My name is. Kids, do you like violence? Yeah, wanna yeah, see me yeah. stick nine inch nails to each one of my eyelids? Uh-huh. Wanna copy me and do exactly like I did? Yeah, Try yeah. sit and get fucked up worse than my life is? Uh-huh. My brain's dead weight. I'm trying to get my head straight, but I can't figure out which spice girl I wanna impregnate. Uh-huh. And Dr. Dre said, Slim Shady, you a basic. Uh-uh. So why's your face red? Man, you wasted. Well, since age 12, I felt like I'm someone else, cause I hung my original self from the top bunk with a belt. Got pissed off and ripped Pamela Lee's tits off And smacked her so hard I knocked her clothes back with like Chris Paul I smoke a fat pound of grass And fall on my ass faster than a fat bitch Who sat down too fast Come here, slut Shady, wait a minute That's my girl, dawg I don't give a fuck God sent me to piss the world off My name is Wanted to flunk me in junior high Thanks a lot Next semester I'll be 35 I smacked him in his face with an eraser Chased him with a stapler Stapled his nuts to a stack of paper Walked in a strip club Had my jacket zipped up Blast a bartender And stuck my dick in a tip cup Extraterrestrial Running over pedestrians In a spaceship While they screaming at me Let's just be 99% of my life I was lied to I just found out my mom does more dope than I do I told her I'd grow up to be a famous rapper Make a record about doing drugs and name it after You know you blew up when the women rush your stands You try to touch your hands like some screaming usher fans This guy White Castle asked for my autograph So I signed it, dear Dave, thanks for the support, asshole Listening to the Alex B podcast. Connect with the podcast on social media: Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. The username, all one word: the Alex B podcast. Man, what a classic! 
That song came out. You look at all the songs he's put out in albums. And I still think the Music to Get Murdered by CD, although the title is quite horrific, has got some really good tracks on there. All right, speaking of football. Love that uh, there's a food promotion going on at Popeye's that, you know me, I'm all about the food promotion. Anytime you can get a BOGO or some kind of fucking deal, I'm on it. So Popeye's has got a promotion going on uh, for the playoffs, and it's called Wings for Wings. It's offering customers free six-piece wings with any online or in-app purchase. If, okay, there's always a catch, right? You always got to do the online per- the online app because, you know, they want to see geographically where their customers are coming from and all this other bullshit, right? But listen to this. Free six wings with any online or in-app purchase. So I wonder if you can just buy like a Coke and get free wings. I don't know how that works. If a football team that wins the Super Bowl has wings in the name, logo or on its mascot so that's kind of an interesting twist on things right so basically if the ravens eagles or bills win customers get free wings so pay attention to that if the ravens eagles or bills win customers will get free wings from popeyes they are launching the permanent menu item of wings with five flavors ghost pepper sweet and spicy honey barbecue toasted garlic parmesan Ooh, that sounds good and signature hot. So the offer will be redeemable on Fat Tuesday, February 13th. There's nothing like getting a bunch of free wings the day before Valentine's Day, and then you feel like shit on the big day. But anyway, if you go to their website, you can get more information. So basically, if the Ravens, Eagles, or Bills win the Super Bowl, you get free wings from Popeyes. Love that chicken from Popeyes, just like the song, right? Love that chicken from Popeyes. All right, let's get on with the news cruise, shall we? If you had $100 million, what would you buy with it? How about 30 homes, luxury cars, jewelry? Okay, that sounds pretty good, right? 100 million, 100 million you can pretty much blow on a lot of cool shit, right? Right? Let's see. What else would you buy? Uh, let's see. Would you uh, 31 different real estate properties in Colorado, Maryland, New Mexico, Texas, and Washington? It's quite a spread. Uh, how about some cars and all kinds of other stuff? 78 vehicles, Harley Davidson motorcycles, all kinds of shit. Ducatis, BMWs, a 2018 Maserati. All right, that's a lot of shit, right? So that's like a pretty good spread. So you're thinking to yourself, man, this must be a lottery winner. It must be like Bill Gates. Maybe it's fucking Elon Musk. No, this lady, I want to say bitch, and I'm not saying bitch like to be like derogatory, but when you hear about what happened, the bitch title fits. This woman, a Texas woman, faces 150 years in prison after she defrauded the U.S. Army out of $100 million. Janet Mello, age 57, who worked as a civil financial program manager at Fort Sam Houston, hatched a plan in 2016 to create a business titled Child Health Youth Lifelong Development. And then she was siphoning money to herself. So the army couldn't even catch $100 million and it took y'all motherfuckers this long to catch it? Yet you're, you don't, you know, you're late on your taxes or some shit or underpaid, man. They want to fucking brick your shit. I've been a victim of that. $100 million. She was submitting fraudulent paperwork that indicated an entity she controlled was entitled to receive funds from the army, according to a press release from the Department of Justice. This started in 2016, kids. It's now 2024. So it's going on for quite a while. 
So this, all that stuff I told you about she bought, that's what she did. She earned $129,000 in uh, 2022. She purchased 31 different real estate properties, etc. Man, bought 78 vehicles. Wow, man, that's crazy. Uh, wow. So the basic authorities got some of this stuff back, I guess. They also seized $18 million in cash from six different accounts connected to Mello. She was arrested in December and is charged with five counts of mail fraud, four counts of engaging in a monetary transaction over $10,000 using criminally derived proceeds and one count of aggravated identity theft. Uh, The uh, indictment also includes a forfeiture of the proceeds and property that Mello obtained as a result of the criminal conduct. She was released without bail. Now, this woman had all this fucking money, and you released her without bail. So you don't think she has the capabilities? Because you know she's got money stashed somewhere. To bounce out somewhere? Never to be found again? See? (laughs) You got people locked up for, like, minor pot convictions and drug convictions. This broad rips off the U.S. Army of $100 million and... She gets released without bail. And the U.S. District Court for the Western District of Texas awaits a January 19th deadline on whether Mello strikes a plea deal or faces a jury selection and trial on February 12th. If she's found guilty, she faces the maximum prison sentence of 142 years. You let her out. She took $100 million, right? I guarantee y'all I got all $100 million back. You let her out without bail. Now we just have to see if she shows up to court. I'm sorry, man. If that was me, and I was sitting by, you wouldn't find, I'd be gone. Go somewhere to a country that doesn't have extradition back to the U.S., and you're done. Man, $100 million. Attention, Walmart shoppers and associates. A Texas man is suing Walmart in federal court and seeking 100 See, how weird is that? That this story is also $100 million, but in a different context, different connotation. A federal court is seeking, or this guy, Texas man, is uh, seeking $100 million in damages or free. <laughs> Listen to the condition of this lawsuit, okay? $100 million in damages or free unlimited shopping at any of its stores for life. <laughs> Dude, get the fuck on, man. Roderick Jackson of Walkshorn, Texas, filed two handwritten complaints saying he was suing Walmart for an incident that took place at a store in Omaha, Nebraska. In March of 21, Jackson, see again, statute of limitations is probably up. So this dude's trying to fucking find a quick payday. Jackson said the complaints, uh, sent the complaints to the United States District Attorney's Office for the Western District of Arkansas and Fayetteville. Both complaints were filed on January 8th without an attorney. <laughs> I'm sure he probably tried to take it to an attorney. An attorney said you're full of shit, but you know. A one complaint was over a false pretense of shoplifting and the other claims he suffered civil rights violations based on race and color. In addition to the money, Jackson is asking for Walmart to pay all court fees associated with the lawsuit. Court records show that Walmart has not yet been served with the lawsuit. Next Star tried to reach out to Walmart for comment and they basically, normally they won't comment, right? This time they said, we do not tolerate discrimination of any kind. We are aware of Mr. Jackson's complaint and to defend and intend to defend the company against the allegations once we have been served. See, I could never be like a spokesperson like that in a, in a corporate world because I'd be like, you know, this dude's full of shit. Next. And that would be it. $100 million. Because he says he was faultless accused. Or, you know, if you don't want to give him $100 million, just let him shop whenever. 
So basically, he just wants to do what he probably got accused of like for the rest of his life. I don't know. That just shows you some of these laws and lawsuits are crazy. Now, we're going to talk about some kooky Canadians. Now, this is something really mind-blowing. Those of you that have ring cams, you know, that are, that are posting the porch pirates online and when people are fucking up, okay, you can't do that shit in Canada. And I'm going to tell you about that in a minute. Plus, news from O'Fallon, Illinois. It's really O'Fallon, but this story, calling it O'Fallon, kind of fits. All right? So we'll get to that and uh, more coming up on the Alex B. Podcast. listening to the Alex B podcast connect with the podcast on social media Facebook Instagram and Twitter the username all one word the Alex B podcast thank you Laura Steele for telling everybody where they can find additional content uh, for the Alex B podcast now TikTok is not listening there because when she recorded this for me dear friend of mine Laura Steele we didn't I wasn't on TikTok back then but you can also find the, uh, just type in the Alex B Podcast. And a lot of times, again, I have stories with visuals 
that make more sense if you see what I'm talking about rather than just me talk about it on the podcast. Now, here's something interesting for eBay. Now, this is fucking gangster as fuck. Okay, this is like something you see out of the the movies. All right. Feds charge eBay over employees who sent live spiders and cockroaches to a couple. And the company has to pay $3 million, man. Talk about standing by your employer. Uh, This happened out in Boston. Uh, It's a $3 million fine to resolve criminal charges over a harassment campaign waged by employees who sent live spiders, cockroaches, and other disturbing items to the home of a Massachusetts couple, according to court papers filed. The Justice Department charged eBay in criminal information with stalking, witness tampering, and obstruction of justice. The employees already were prosecuted in the extensive crime in the extensive scheme to intimidate David and Ina Steiner. More than three years ago, the couple produced an online newsletter called E-Commerce Bites that upset eBay executives with its coverage. Now, how gangster is that, man? You're an eBay executive. And you get some of your employees, man, to carry out some fucking <laughs> sending live spiders and cockroaches. <laughs> fuck, man. That's gangster as fuck. Uh, eBay has entered into a deferred prosecution agreement that could result in the charges against the California headquarter company being dismissed if it complies with certain conditions, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office in Massachusetts. I mean, I'm all about my employer. I, I, you know, what? I'm not going to lie. If Melissa wanted me to do that, I'd probably do it. <laughs> as crazy as it sounds, they obviously, man, they were down, but they were down with their employer, man. You know, live cock, that's fucking live cockroaches and fucking spiders and shit, <laughs> man, man, that's fun. I just hope that the, uh, I hope eBay is paying for the legal fees for the employees that were charged like separately in this, whatever you would think. I don't know that that's that's scandalous. All right, let's talk about the kooky Canadians, if we shall. All right, this is out of Quebec. And I don't know how to do a Canadian accent. Otherwise, I will. Police in the Canadian Canadian as Canadian Canadian province of Quebec warned citizens against posting surveillance footage of their packages being stolen because it could violate, quote, the private life of the alleged thieves. So you can walk up on my porch Steal my shit, but I can't call you out to the to the nation? Montreal West is known for its large porches, but around the holidays, those porches are a big target for thieves or porch pirates, according to, uh, to the news out there in Canada. Quote, it's something we deal with on a daily basis, said Montreal West counselor responsible for public security. Quote, you have people that are following the vehicles, and when they see a parcel that's dropped off, they go and take the parcel if nobody comes to the door to receive the parcel. Duh. However, the province's local police force warned local citizens against sharing footage of alleged, of, of alleged porch thieves. I don't even know how if it's alleged, if they're doing it. I don't even know how you can say allegedly, but whatever. Quote, you cannot post the images yourself because you have to remember in Canada, they have a presumption of innocence and posting that picture could be a violation of private life. I, that's the fucking most fun. I know everybody want, likes Canada because of their healthcare and shit, but that's the most jacked up fucking law I've ever heard that somebody can trespass, go up on your porch, rip you off, but there's still a presumption of innocence. Now, how do you plead that out? Like if you, if that goes to court, okay. And you're seen stealing somebody's shit and you get charged, but you can't, you can't post it online. You can't. 
<laughs> That's the most bizarre shit. They also said, quote, if you get proof, somebody, if you get proof that somebody might have stolen something, call the police. Give that proof to the police. We'll do the investigation and bring that person to justice and file some charges. That is the most loosey-goosey law I've ever heard. Man. So people who post security footage of their packages being stolen could face potential defamation charges. Could you imagine a guy that wants to file defamation charges? Hey, man, I want to sue so-and-so at 123 Main Street, man, because they posted a video of me being a fucking criminal uh, in this uh, this certain province of Quebec. It says basic. I don't even know how to pronounce it because it's whatever. Every person has a right to the respect of his reputation and privacy, and that privacy of a person may not be invaded without the consent of the person or without the invasion being authorized by law. So what are you supposed to do as the guy's running away with your package? Hey, motherfucker, can I go ahead and post this on fucking uh, TikTok real quick? They also said individuals who decimate pictures of a person without consent could face a variety of similar or criminal proceedings depending on the situation. Man, man, come on, man. The comments of the law enforcement officers sparked backlash and disbelief that Canadians could face legal trouble for posting home security footage of their packages being stolen. Quote, it's 2024, so of course the police care more about criminals than victims of crime, said Canadian journalist Ezra Levant. The Quebec police are saying this because it embarrasses them how much theft occurs without consequence. Now that I can understand, okay? If they're not solving these cases... And people are taken to the streets and to the internet to show people this is going on. I can understand that. But I'm sorry, man. I got, you know, you show up at my, thank God I don't live in Canada because I'd, I'd, I'd probably have a bazillion lawsuits if somebody's trying to do that to me. But that's the way it is. Now we go to O'Fallon, I'm sorry, O'Fallon, Illinois. This is one of those stories that I've read it a few times. And I think there's just something more to the story than what leads on. But listen to this. In O'Fallon, Illinois, which is ironically where we lived before we're living currently. And there's some parts that are good, but obviously where this guy lives, not so much. A 58-year-old man was hospitalized early Saturday with a gunshot wound after being lured, shot, and robbed by people that he knew. See? That right there. He knew the people that did it. So did he owe money? Something's a little... Something a little suspect. Three people are now under arrest in connection with the incident. Police have identified them as Tavon Wright, age 23, Evangela Randall, age 44, and Charles Jackson, age 55. Man, they face charges that include robbery, kidnapping, unlawful restraint. On January 12th, the victim was reportedly lured from Belleville to a home on the 100 block of Brookside in the O'Fallon, in O'Fallon by acquaintances. So basically friends of his. Hey, man, let's go for a ride real quick. Mm-hmm. Once inside, he was shot, robbed, and held captive for over 12 hours. The assailants forcefully took his bank cards, using them to withdraw funds from multiple locations. The victim was eventually, that's pretty nice. The victim was eventually dropped off at the hospital around 4 a.m. on Saturday. He's expected to make a full recovery. So obviously, they just shot him to kind of disable him from like taking off or escaping. Weird, isn't it? Isn't that kind of weird? It seems, it just seems, I don't know. It seems something's not right. Authorities have described this incident as a targeted act rather than random violence. The O'Fallon Police Department worked with the Shiloh and Belleville Police Departments on the investigation. So if he knew him, what was the deal? What's the real deal? 
Okay, is he is he going to be one of those guys where he gets locked up and says, "I don't know what I don't know what went wrong"? Like something's just just not making any sense, man. People that you know, basically, essentially, I want to say, yeah, kidnapped, but basically, you know, got you out of the house for whatever reason, robbed you, and kind of held you captive for twelve hours. But you went with these people, man. Something's just. I'd like to see the the, the previous convictions and rap sheets of these three people and see exactly what's going on because that's i don't know it's just yeah, i don't know I'm, I'm not i'm not trying to i don't know i don't like literally i'll keep repeating i don't know until i don't know but i do know that this podcast episode is done remember facebook instagram twitter occasionally on tiktok you can find the alex b podcast it's tuesday so basically it's supposed to be warming up some point but nothing to that you know you can go on vacation on i do know a couple times i posted where alaska is actually warmer than out here so it's pretty fucked up that you can look at the weather and think of it like as alaska as a vacation destination versus what's out here have yourselves a great tuesday Uh, i'll talk at you soon and you have been listening to the alex b podcast i'm out